The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, we've got Mark Sparks here from the US-based entertainment company Club Hush, who are expanding to London and other international markets. How are you doing today? I'm doing absolutely super, Toby. How are you? I'm doing smashing, thanks. So what actually is Club Hush? We pride ourselves as the ultimate in urban nightlife. Mm. We started in 1996 and have developed this brand over the last 25 years. And Hush is often imitated, but never duplicated. Hush is an experience. We sell memories, is what we do. Yeah. And where did that name Club Hush come from? Actually, there was actually originally a Club Hush in Houston, Texas. Ah. And um, I'm actually from North Carolina. And the Carolina Panthers were playing the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl in Houston <laughs> back in 2003. And I actually had an opportunity uh, to go to Club Hush in Houston and uh, they made me an offer to purchase the facility. Well, long story short, it didn't quite work out that way. And we ended up in a legal uh, battle. And I actually ended up with the trademark of Club Hutch. Uh-huh. And so up until that time, we had um, experimented and, and, and done multiple different types of brands. I mean, but I was really interested in Hush. You know, when I first saw it, I wanted it. And so all of our facilities have been Club Hush uh, facilities ever since then in 2006, which we started off. uh, The first Club Hush was actually in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And, you know, we have, uh, you know, continued to expand the brand uh, and and continue to improve our consumer experience and that type of thing where, you know, we're one of the the, the top, you know, nightclub brands in America and looking to expand that situation overseas, you know, and to let the world to experience what Club Hush has to offer. Yeah. And how would you say your Club Hush compares to the original Club Hush? I think that the new Club Hush is is absolutely a hundred times better. Better. Mm. I mean, of course, I mean, I love the name and the branding. However, I mean, we focus on pure, authentic hip hop. OK, yeah. we draw thousands of people. We create memories for people. It's, it's all about us trying to, you know, to uh, give the consumer a little bit of the actual urban hip hop culture. 
you know, so it has evolved and has become, you know, a, a, a nationwide movement. And we're looking to make it into a worldwide movement, actually. That sounds exciting. Is this the first time that you've made it international? Well, I've done uh, some stuff with a variety of people overseas. Ron Winter is actually in London and he's actually a good friend of mine. And I had, you know, discussed the, the, the opportunity to bring Hush to London and he was just all over it. Yeah. And it's, it's a situation where that when people get a chance to actually experience and see the club in action, I know you have, uh, as well as to be able to listen to the soundtracks and, and to take a look at Club Hush TV, which of course we have our own television show. Okay. Yeah. You know, people are, are blown away, you know, with the concept of what we're doing, you know, and very interested in, uh, and being able to experience it. And we're looking to bring this situation to the world. Of course, we're interested in London. Uh, we're going to open up a facility in Dubai. Mm -hmm. We're going to open up a facility in Tokyo, as well as Seoul, Korea. Wow. Uh, we're going to actually go into Spain, uh, yeah. Brazil, a variety of different markets, France, Johannesburg, yeah. Africa, uh, Nigeria, that type of thing. Yeah, that's a lot of countries. Do you feel yes. it's going to work in all those places? Absolutely. I mean, it's all about, you know, the situation that the music sells. Mm. If the music sells, then people will come to the club. And if you take a look at, you know, the actual, you know, the downloads and the music sales and that type of thing, you know, hip hop is basically number one. Mm. And so that's what we're looking to do is to bring an authentic version, you know, of hip hop into you know, other markets and give them an opportunity to experience, to experience the club plus experience. And what is the main benefit of expanding internationally as opposed to expanding within the U.S. still? Well, the thing about it, as a matter of fact, I mean, the largest city in the United States is New York. They hold 8 million, eight million people, okay? Well, guess what? Tokyo is 21 million people. Hmm. Okay. San Pablo, Brazil is 19 million people. Wow. So it's just an, an issue where that right now the brand has developed to the point where you know, that everybody has to have this brand yeah. and we want to be able to take it to the largest cities in the world and to have them to have a chance to experience the actual Club Hush experience. Yeah. Is there going to be a particular order in which you go to these countries? Well, the thing about it is that, you know, we'll, you know, tailor our individual marketing and promotion plans, uh, you know, based upon the markets that we're going into. I mean, but... You know, we've been doing this for a number of years, 25, 26 years. And, and so it's not, you know, unusual for us to go into, you know, different markets and that type of thing and to be able to adjust our marketing and our strategy and that type of thing. Yeah. And how many club hushes are there in the U.S. right now? Right now, there are no club hushes in the United States right now. You know, during the pandemic and that type of thing, we ended up uh, diversifying our real estate and that type of thing. Yeah. And so all of this has been... Um, you know, the pandemic has kind of been a blessing where it's given us an opportunity to kind of step back and to make a long term um, um, push towards, you know, going into, you know, international and large worldwide markets, which is what we're doing right now. Yeah. So are you hoping to get some reopened in America? Well, the actual first the first two that we're going to reopen it are going to be in Las Vegas, number one. Mm. And then we've had a very interesting offer from actually Houston, Texas, uh, to bring Club Hush to Houston, Texas. Wow. And so we're going to go into uh, uh, Las Vegas and Houston first. Yeah. Then we'll expand into Dubai. We're going to come open up a facility in London. 
as well as Tokyo, Seoul, Korea, and then we'll just continue to expand from there. Yeah, that's exciting. And are you expecting it to do quite well? You're not going to be halfway through and realize it's not working and then it's sort of too late. Oh, it's going to always work. As long as the music sells, it works. Okay. Yeah. So if people stop buying the music and they don't want to listen to hip hop music anymore, you know, then maybe it won't work. But I don't think that that's going to happen. I mean, because hip hop is the number one, you know, selling genre around the world and in specific the markets that we're looking to target. I mean, and so we're looking, I mean, to be able to do, you know, 50, $100 million, you know, in each one of these markets that we're going into. I mean, we're looking to come and to actually just take the market by storm. Mm-hmm. And trust me, you know, when we come and bring that Club Hush brand to your city, okay, then the city will let you know the strength of Club Hush. Mm. And is it all ready to go? Do you have deals in place? Do you know the We have deals in place. We're in the process of negotiating, you know, uh, venues, construction situations, financing, a variety of different things that we have that works right now. So it's not at this point a matter of if, it's just a matter of when, yeah. you know, and I'm hoping to have three functional facilities, uh, you know, by probably February or March of next year. Mm. And then we'll probably open another three facilities uh, towards, you know, September or October of next year. Yeah. So we're in process. And so Club Hush will be coming to a city near you. Yeah. So London, for example, do you know exactly where the venue there will be yet? In London, we're actually, uh, you know, looking to actually purchase some land and we're actually going to construct a facility in London, okay? Whereas Las Vegas is a little bit different because we've got opportunities to go into uh, one major casino right now, okay? Mm. But London will be, you know, a complete construction from scratch. And so we have, you know, some land that we have identified, you know, uh, close to Windsor Square, okay? Mm. You know, that we're looking to do some business there. Yeah, exciting stuff. So what made you want to get involved in this business in the first place? Well, actually, um, to be honest with you, I was actually in college, I was a football player. Mm. So I thought that I was going to make it into the NFL and have a 20-year career and be a an all-star football player, but, you know, God had different plans. It didn't quite work out that way. And I ended up being a controller for a restaurant. Okay. Mm. And so when I was a controller at the restaurant, they didn't have financing and that type of thing. And so, you know, they hired me, you know, for basically minimum ways to keep the place together. And I ended up uh, basically finding a note that once we get financing, the first thing that we're going to do is fire Mark. (laughs) (laughs) So they ended up firing me. And then uh, my cousin Tracy, it would be $7,000 to open up a sports bar. Okay. Uh And the sports bar was interesting. It was, we had Monday night football. We had Tuesday night comedy. Wednesday night was karaoke. Uh, Thursday night was ladies' night. Friday night was fish and chips. Saturday night was ladies' night again. And Sunday was jazz and jam. It sounds great, right? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Yeah. It was an utter flop. Okay, nobody <laughs> was coming and giving me their money for this. Okay, they were like, "This is terrible. We're never coming in." <laughs> so um, I had some college students to come by that went to Johnson C. Smith, and they said, "Well, you know, we're interested in having a party. Can we have a party here?" And I'm like, "Well, sure. Why not? Because I'm getting evicted and, and next week anyway, so it's not good, right?" So we ended up having a party, and they ended up having like. 400 people. And I'm like, how did you do this? And they were like, they didn't even have flyers. Okay. Mm. They ended up taking a piece of paper and writing down, Hey, come to my party mm. and what made copies off of the copy machine and slid it under the people's doors in the dorm. <laughs> and so I was like, would you like to have another party? <laughs> Are you serious? I said, yeah. So we had another party, but I understood that they had something called a warm organic market where mm. because of the fact that all of them were members of the same basic college, okay? Yeah. Then now when they wanted to promote something, they already had a relationship and a warm market. And now people were very interested in coming to what they were doing strictly because of the fact that they had a pre-existing relationship with them in the context in the context of the college environment, okay? Yeah. So I ended up uh, reformulating my market strategy uh, to actually capitalize on that. And so what I would do is, you know, we're building a successful brand. It's like building a house, okay? Yeah. And so what I would do is I would go and I would dominate the college markets first, okay? Because of the fact that they had a warm market and that type of thing. And I'll tell you what, and when we first got into business, you know, there was no such thing as, as the internet, social media, nothing. Let me explain to you what social media was. <laughs> we had 11 by 17 posters that we would write the name of the event, the date, and the club. And then we would take those yellow posters and staple guns, actually. And we would start on one end of the city and we would go staple every telephone pole, okay? And it would take us like three days to do this. But the thing about it is that the general consumer would be like, wow, what are those yellow posters? And then at some point they would look at it, okay? Mm. But now we were also doing the same thing in the college markets as well. So now when the event came, they would, they would see it. 
Then they would hear it on the radio and then they would get a flyer in the car. So once we got those three things together, okay, then we knew that they were coming. And now my college students would come out early, okay? And so, you know, they would come, you know, nine o'clock to 11 o'clock, the club is packed. Yeah. So now when the regular consumers come out, they were like, wow, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. Okay. Yeah. And that's how we ended up building the brand. And so we, we ended up building the brand organically, uh, not mm. based upon having a specific artist tonight. Mm. We built the club based off of the strength and the popularity you know, and the cult-like nature of just the club. Yeah. So now, even if I don't have an artist, I'm still doing 1,500, 2,000 people anyway. Yeah. So now when I decide to bring an artist, the only time I'm interested in bringing an artist, if I can get double of what I'm already getting without the artist, okay? Yeah. And so that's the reason why that we only feature our A-list celebrities at Club Hush. I mean, we're only, you know, bringing Kim Kardashian. We're bringing mm. uh, the Migos. We're bringing Yo Gotti. We're bringing uh, uh, 50 Cent. I mm. mean, these are the type of artists that we're bringing because of the fact that, you know, we can get a, a higher admission price and that type of thing that we normally yeah. can. And so that's how we ended up building the brand. It's all about just like building a house. Mm. You know, the foundation is when we start working something or whatever, then we start you know, our street promotion, our campaigns and that type of thing early in the week. Then the midweek, the radio kicks in. And then at the end of the week, it's flyers and that type of thing to be able to seal the deal. But by the time you get to the flyers or whatever, it's the hottest thing in the city now. <laughs> Everybody's talking about it. And with my market, we focus on 18 to 25. And so my market, if they have an option to either come to Club Hush or to pay their rent, okay, they're going to come to Club Hush. They're going to pay rent out later. Yeah. And that's what we like. I mean, we deal with a market, you know, that spends 90% of their disposable income on entertainment. Okay. And of that 90% disposable income that they spend on entertainment, their number one choice and their number one priority is what's going on at Club Hush first. Yeah. Did you ever have to change the content in order to get people to come or was it simply that organic? Absolutely promotion? not. The thing about it is, see, when I first got into business, you know, I've always done hip hop. And when I first yeah. got into business, hip hop was gully at the time, okay? yeah. you know, where it was underground and, and it was very pretty and that type of thing. And, you know, and I went through those same periods where, you know, I wasn't making a lot of money, but I was into the music and I was into the culture, yeah. you know. But then when the market changed in 2002 and 2003, when now hip hop wasn't going anymore, it was becoming mainstream. Mm. Okay? We really got, got on to something. I'll never forget, I had Jay-Z in my club in, 2000, in, in 1996, and we had a conversation about that. And they had something that was and on, on television where... They had a Budweiser commercial. And, and and then at that point, we were like, wow, Budweiser is now focused on this urban music. And so, you know, then what ended up happening is that with the major companies and that type of thing or whatever, you know, they began to focus on it and became mainstream and that type of thing. At that point, I already had, you know, five, seven year advantage, you know, on other people who were, who were interested in coming into the market. You know, so I understood the market from from its core. And so that's why now, you know, it's all about doing numbers and with, with the experience that we bring to the consumer. And actually, we bring, 
you know, not only pure or organic hip hop culture, you know, but also we create a theatrical experience for our consumer as well. And so, you know, we've been very successful and interested in continuing to grow the brand. I mean, but here's the thing. We're not just interested in just doing what we're doing. We're bringing Club Hush to the masses. In addition to that, you know, we're interested in Club Hush TV. We're interested in a reality television show. We're interested in XM and Sirius Radio, where we have, you know, Club Hush broadcast live. I mean, yeah. or, you know, satellite radio. In addition to that, you know, we're interested in a Club Hush vodka brand. We're interested in a Club Hush cognac brand. So we're interested in taking, you know, what we've learned about, you know, the urban, you know, hip hop market and the culture and to be able to create <clears throat> a multifaceted, faceted, vertically, vertically integrated company to be able to bring, you know, the hip-hop culture to the masses. Of course, it's expanding. Is there a country that you're not looking at that maybe you would like to expand to? My choices in where we expand is extremely simple, to, okay? Mm. The only thing I'm interested in is how the hip-hop music is selling there. Mm. Is it number one on the charts? How many streams do they have? How much of the music are they buying? Okay, because if they don't buy the music, they won't come to the club. But yes. if they buy the music, then they'll come to the club. And if they come to the club, then they'll buy my vodka. If they buy my vodka, then they'll watch my TV show and so on and so forth. So it's all about the popularity and the and, and the strength of the music. That's the key to it. Yeah. Well, where are we able to keep up with Club Hush and check out how everything's going on? Hey, you know, it's www.clubhush.org. In addition to that, you know, we're also on Instagram at, at Club Hush. So, you know, engage with us on social media and that type of thing and become a part of the Club Hush family and you can... Uh, you know, have an opportunity to see where we're expanding, you know, when we're opening and that kind of thing. So, uh, you know, so we are, you know, available, you know, to interact with. Excellent. Well, many thanks for joining us today. It's been great to chat to you. Absolutely. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Toby Gribben Show.